God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God himself has. Is the life that makes him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God. Give him thanks. There's no one like him. It's the Alpha and the Omega. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Thank you for answers to our prayers today. Thank you for your awesome presence in this place. Our hearts are open to receive your word, to receive the truth. We receive it with gladness. We receive it with meekness. We receive it with joy and faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Grace to you. How was your week? Are you fruitful? Are you bearing fruits? Praise the Lord. Um, we're still on the series. Bearing fruits. Praise the Lord. Are you enjoying the series? I stopped somewhere last week. Uh, James chapter 1. Let's go to James. Uh, I don't think we finished it. Praise the Lord. James chapter 1 from verse. Okay, and verse 21. Praise the Lord. Are you there? James, James chapter 1, verse 21. Amen. It says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and 
superfluity of nothingness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It says lay apart. Lay apart. Amen. Lay apart of filthiness. Amen. And last week we saw some other versions. Hallelujah. It says uncleanness. So when it says filthiness, it means uncleanness. Praise the Lord. Amen. It says lay apart all. What's it talking about? It's talking about characters that are in you that are not consistent with truth. Amen. Consistent with the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. That are not spiritual. That are not spiritual. Amen. They're not spiritual and they, they are carnal. They are fleshly. Amen. Hallelujah. They are fleshly. So it says, lay apart all filthiness. Amen. And superfluity of. Okay. This is the New King James Version. Lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. Praise the Lord. Amen. It says, lay aside. That means it's your responsibility. Amen. Hallelujah. It's your responsibility to lay it aside. Hallelujah. Then receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. Hallelujah. Next verse. It says, Be it doers of the word. Amen. Be it doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. It says, If any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Amen. That's a mirror. A mirror. It is, it's like a man that looks at himself in a mirror. For he beholds himself and goes his way and straightway forgets what manner of man he was. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But also look at on, into the perfect law of liberty and continues. Amen. It is and continuate therein. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Amen. Is a doer of the work, the work of the word. He says, This man shall be blessed in his deeds. Amen. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. You know, we're talking about bearing fruit. Amen. Bearing fruits. Amen. 
spirits. And this is supposed to be part six of the series. Amen. This is a sixth message. This is, uh, let's go to the Galatians. It won't be it won't be fair if you go through this series. Imagine the past six weeks we've been on this series. It won't be fair if we go through it and you don't know the fruits. In other words, you don't know how to recite it. Right? Let me ask questions, right? Name the fruits of the Spirit. Can somebody help me to name the fruits as listed in Galatians chapter 5? List the fruits of the Spirit. Who can help? Faith, yes. The fruits of the Spirit. Patience. Okay. Huh? Yes, alright. That's nice. Temperance. Okay, correct. So how many now? Four, right? There were nine given to us. Eh? Huh? Love. Beautiful. <laughs> Alright. Long suffering. Okay, long suffering is equal to patience. Some version says long suffering. Some version says patience. The same meaning. Come on. You should be, you, after this series, you should be able to say the nine. Not even missing it. I can say it according to the verse. Right? You should be able to. Praise the Lord. Right, let's go to Galatians chapter 5. It's 21 and 22. Galatians chapter 5, 22. Praise the Lord. We've been on this for six weeks, right? Yeah. <laughs> you should know it. Memorize it. Because, number one, if you don't know it, this is just the least. The least you can do is just to know it. But knowing then it's not enough. You have to walk in it. Amen. You have to bear the fruits every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. If at every second you know which fruit you are in. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Okay, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. You see? Long-suffering, gentleness, Goodness, faith, goodness, and what? Temperance. You see? You gotta know it. So next next week everybody's gonna <laughs> You're gonna know it. Very simple. Love, joy, peace, long suffering. So much as says patience. It's the same thing. Long suffering, gentleness, 
goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Then Sebastian says self-control. Temperance, self-control. Praise the Lord. That doesn't look difficult. Simple. A child can do it. Simple. Huh? It's simpler than the multiplication timetable. If you give yourself five minutes, you'll you know it already. Five minutes to me- memorize it. Amen. Hallelujah. So you memorize it, right? Yes, that's just for starters. You need to just know it. So that, you know, in every area of your life, you know that, ah, what am I doing? Is this one of the fruits? And you just scan. You scan it through your mind. Scan the nine fruits. And, ah, well, this is not one of them. Praise the Lord. So you can quickly adjust. Amen. Adjust. You know, life can be very mechanical. You know, you can switch. Switch to the mode. Amen. Now, of course, these are the nine listed here in Galatians. Amen. However, uh, they are like what Paul says in Ephesians. He says, the fruits of the Spirit, all goodness and righteousness and truth. Amen. In other words, there could be more. Because some some characters may be a division of one of them or a combination of one of these two. You understand what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Okay, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians. Uh, is it 5? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 9. Yeah. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 9. Okay. Are you there? Ephesians 5 9. It says, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. You see? He said, It's in all. In all goodness. In all righteousness. You can see here, He. he he summarizes them from the nine. He summarizes them into three. Praise the Lord. He says, "In all goodness and righteousness and truth." Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Say, "I'm fruitful." Let's go back to Ephesians. I'm sorry, Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Praise the Lord. Are you there? But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, 
goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is what? No law. Praise the Lord. Against, it says against such actions. There's no law. There's no con- not always, there's no condemnation. Amen. No, that means there's no law against it. Amen. There's no law against it. There's no judgment against it. Hallelujah. This is against such there's no law. Hey, come on. When you walk in love, somebody comes to accuse you. You know, what you, what you, I'm not guilty. There's no you can defend yourself. Well, I did it out of love. I didn't do anything wrong. Amen. You're confident. Amen. Imagine, imagine your father, you know, maybe your, your younger one is staying with you and you take care of the person, you treat the person well. Praise the Lord. Please can I have another mic? Please can I have another one? You treat the person well, you know. You, you know, you take the person as yourself. You treat the person as yourself. Amen. Then your father comes to accuse you and say, "Look, look at what you are doing to your, your, your brother. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, like what are you talking about? I've been, I've shown nothing but love to my younger one. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord." He said, I've shown nothing but love to my younger one. What are you talking about? Your confidence. Praise the Lord. Your confidence. Hallelujah. He said, I've not done anything wrong to him. Whatever I've, I've done to him is what I've, I've done for myself. Amen. You're confident that you didn't do anything wrong. So you're able to tell your father that whatever he may have heard that you did to your brother or sister is false. Amen. Glory to God. You say, okay, what did I do? What did I do wrong? Amen. Your confidence. That's why Paul says, in, he says, we have confidence in the day of judgment. Hallelujah. He says, because as he is, so are we in this world. That's what John said. He says, we have confidence because we, we walk in love. Amen. We walk in love. We're fruitful, we're bearing fruit. We're walking in love. We're full in love. We're led by the Spirit. And we have confidence. We have confidence in the day of judgment. Hallelujah. We have confidence because as it is, so are we. We've been loving to the brethren. We have been loving to everyone. Hallelujah. Amen. See, that's where God wants us to be. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, against such, there is no law. Next verse. You know, if you read the story, this was just a diversion. Then it comes, continues what he's teaching. Next verse. Beautiful. He said, they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. He says, they that are Christ, you know, those that belong to Jesus. It's talking about Christians. Amen. It's talking about us, right? You're Christ, right? You belong to Jesus. He says, they that are Christ. In other words, those that are in Christ. Amen. He says, have crucified the flesh and the affections and lusts. Amen. It's funny. Do you notice it says, it didn't say, can crucify. It didn't say, they that are Christ can crucify. Is that what he said? He said, these are our Christ will crucify. What does your Bible say? Is it only my Bible? What does your Bible say? Is it the same thing your Bible say? Have is a past tense, right? Have crucified. That's, that's amazing, right? That's very amazing. Amen. You see, when you study your Bible, especially in the New Testament, there's a past tense of God's word you see. Amen. That brings us to the topic as I was going to teach you later uh, salvation. Salvation is a broad topic. Amen. Hallelujah. But let me help you understand something. There is the. I've had a lot of two different men of God use different terminologies to explain this. So I decided to cook up my own terminology because it made more sense to me. I hope it makes sense to you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Alright. Salvation is into two. Can be grouped into two forms. There is the Okay, let me use one now. There is the God word aspect of salvation, and there is the us word aspect of salvation. Amen. Now let me break it down. There is a worked out aspect of salvation. Amen. There's a walked out aspect. Then there is a walking out aspect of salvation. <laughs> is you <he> right? <laughs> I said there is a walked already walked out. Amen. It's already walked out. That's the God word aspect. Amen. It's already walked out. Amen. Then there is a walking out aspect. For instance, this is one of them. It says, they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Have. This is the walked out aspect. Amen. This is the walked out aspect. Hey, come on. It says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new. That's the worked out aspect. Amen. It's worked out. But we don't see it. We don't yet experience it like that. Hey, come on. 
He says, by whose stripes you were. That's what Peter said. Now, First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. He says, you were, were, past tense, you were healed. It's a walked out. That's the Godward aspect. That's the walked out aspect of salvation. Amen. It's walked out. But for you to experience that healing, for you to experience this, you need to walk it out yourself. Amen. You need to walk it out yourself. That's the walking out aspect. The walking out aspect. The Oswald aspect. Amen. The Oswald. It's like what Peter said, uh, Paul said in that uh, Philippians. Uh, let's show you. Let's show you the verse. Philippians chapter 2. Verse 12. Amen. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Are you there? Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you there, somebody? Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, as in my presence only, you see, some people obey only in presence. When you're not there, they do something else. <laughs> it is not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. There's a walking out aspect. Amen. There's a walking out aspect. There's a walking out aspect. And there's a walked out aspect. There's, a, there's an aspect that God has walked out. Amen. God has walked out your, uh, your walking in the spirit. God has walked out your victory over sin. God has walked out your crucifying the flesh with the affection. God has walked it out. But you have to do your part. Amen. You have to walk out your own salvation. God has walked out your healing. God has walked out your miracles. Amen. It is according as his divine power. That's that uh, first Peter uh, chapter one. It says, according as his divine power has given us. Amen. Has past tense has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Work out. Amen. But it's a working out aspect. Amen. There's a working out aspect. There's a fulfillment aspect. Amen. You've got to fulfill it. It says, I've come to do your will, O God. Jesus, the, the books were told about Jesus. The prophecies were told about Jesus. It says, Lo, I've come to do your will, O God. Amen. 
I think we are children of prophecy. Amen. We're children of prophecy. Who come to fulfill it? That which was written concerning us. Hallelujah. So there's a working out aspect. It says, work out your own salvation. Work out your own salvation. When you see what salvation has brought for you. Hey, really? Let's go back to that Ephesians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, um, 24. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Are you understanding this thing? Verse 24. Amen. And they that are Christ have crucified. You see? Have crucified. Have crucified. It's like what he said in Romans, right? There is therefore now. Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law. Okay, we'll go there. Let's just finish this part first. Next verse. 25. Amen. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Amen. He says, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, if we are alive in the Spirit, if we're born in the Spirit, He says, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let's not go back to the flesh. Amen. All right. You know, last week we were, I was asking you some questions on terminologies, right? And I said, what does walking in the Spirit mean? Right? What does walking in the spirit mean? Can you remember? Or oh, you have forgotten? What does walking in the spirit mean? What does it mean to walk in the spirit? <laughs> Praise the Lord. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? What are we talking about when we say walk in the spirit? Yes. Want to say something? <laughs> you know, in school there, when the lecturer teaches something like that, he asks us next week, and nobody would know what to say. <laughs> right, so, come on, walking in the spirit. Do I have to write on the board? Okay, let me help you. You're going to write now, right? I want to write, define some terms. Are you ready? These are, some, these are terminologies that I'll be using in all my messages, anytime I talk to you. So when I say something, it means you need to understand it, right? These are spiritual words, spiritual language. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Let's start with this. You're going to... This is what we're going to do. 
it's only like two sections. I'm gonna say this is equal to this. You understand, right? Alright. To be led by the spirit, then you put equal to. To be led by the spirit, equal to. Walking in the spirit. Praise the Lord. So, that, what does that mean? That means that to be led by the Spirit means to walk in the Spirit. Right? Amen. To be led by the Spirit means to be led by the Holy Spirit. Right? Do, you understand, do you understand that that's what it means? To be led by the Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit, right? To be led by the Holy Spirit. That means to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alright. Then, to be led, number two, right? To be led by the Spirit equal to walking after the Spirit. Amen. If something is leading you, you are walking after it, right? You are walking after the Spirit. There's more. So when we go to Romans, you see that in Romans, Paul uses after the Spirit. He doesn't use in the Spirit. So to be led by the Spirit equal to walking after the Spirit. Right? Alright. Then, number three. Right? Walking in the Spirit equal to For those of you who don't write, today you are right, right? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Walking in the Spirit equal to bearing the fruits of the Spirit. Bearing the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. So, walking in the Spirit means bearing the fruits of the Spirit. What are the fruits of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace. So, alright. That's it. So, when I say walking in the Spirit, I'm talking about bearing the fruits of the Spirit. That means walking in the fruits. Walking in love, walking in joy, peace. Gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control, temperance. So that's what it means to walk in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, this is another one. Uh, so, what does it mean to be led by the Spirit? Walk in the Spirit, right? So, put simply, that means to be led by the Spirit means bearing fruits, right? Right? Bearing fruits, walking in the love, joy, peace. Right? Okay. So when I say, ah, you are not walking in the spirit, why? You know what I'm telling you, right? <laughs> That's not to walk in the spirit. When I tell you that, maybe in our normal activities, I see you doing something, I say, That's, you're not walking in the spirit. You know what I'm saying, right? All right. Basically, um, 
Now, fruits of the Spirit equal to fruits of righteousness. Fruits of the Spirit is also fruits of righteousness, is also fruits of holiness, is also fruits of love. Fruits of the Spirit is also equal to fruits of righteousness or fruits of holiness. But there's a new one godliness. See, it's also godliness. Fruits of the Spirit, godliness. Godliness. But yeah, that's not godly. You know what we're talking about. It's not fruits of the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Then, um, so we can say fruits of righteousness. We can say walking in righteousness is the same thing. It's walking in the spirit. Amen. Okay, let me see if I can break it down again. Uh, fruits is also equal to works. Fruits is also equal to works. Yeah. Fruits. Remember last week we were talking about the last week or last week we talking about works. We created also good works. Let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works. Amen. So fruits works, good works. You can put good works. Fruits equal to good works. Or works generally. Because you see, there are bad fruits which are the works of the flesh. Alright? So that's another terminology. Alright. Did you get that? Okay, that's enough for today. So you can memorize that, right? All right. Okay. So it says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Amen. What does it mean to live in the Spirit? To live in the Spirit. So, uh, what does it mean to live in the Spirit? Anybody? To leave. Okay. Well, to be what? Carried by the Spirit. Carried by his sorry? To Okay, to be guided by the Spirit. Uh, that is the second part. To walk in the Spirit. To be led by. So it says if we live in the Spirit. To be <laughs> To live in the Spirit means to be born of the Spirit. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It means you got the life of the Spirit. Amen. That means you're born again. Those who are not born again, they don't live in the Spirit. They are not alive spiritually. Spiritually, they are dead. Praise the Lord. 
So to live in the Spirit. He says, if we live in the Spirit, that means we're born of the Spirit. We're born again. You understand? If we live in the Spirit, He says, if we're born again, let's, let's walk in the Spirit. Let's bear fruit in the Spirit. That's what He's saying. Hallelujah. Alright, let's continue. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Next verse. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another. Now, you see, he's applying, he's applying what he taught because he was rebuking them. If you read, he had been rebuking them, the church in Galatians. He has been rebuking them and diverted to a teaching. Now, it's coming back to the application, to their situation, their present situation at that time. He said, let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another. You see, because he just taught them the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. He said, so there's, there's no need, there's no room for desiring vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Praise the Lord. Next verse. Brethren, he says, if a man be overtaken in a fault... He says, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness. You see, he's applying, he's giving them application. He's telling them, he just listed the fruits of the spirit. Now he's applying it to their situation. Amen. He says, if somebody's overtaken in a fault, somebody's is being led, you find somebody going back to the flesh, walking in the flesh, a, a, a believer. It is you that are spiritual. Amen. It, go and restore such a one. Amen. Don't start narrating the person. Hey, see what brother so and so is doing. Then after I will come and be praising in church. Look at what, you know. It says, you that are spiritual. It says, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't start gossiping about that sister. If you see where I saw that sister, yes, if you see what that sister wore, if you see the shirt, you know, if, you, if I, when she was in the party, the club, I saw that, you know, I saw that sister, that sister that was saying, I saw her in the club, can you imagine? Sisters of nowadays. Praise <laughs> the No, it says you that are sweet. That's carnal. You see, that's the carnal. It's the carnal people that, that, he says, the spiritual person doesn't do that. The spiritual person. He says, you that are spiritual. Love. You see, love. If I love this person, what will I do? How go and tell the person what he did is not correct? He says, love. So he says, you that are spiritual. Love will constrain you to go and counsel and restore that person. Now he says, restore that person in a spirit of meekness. In other words, the person may shout at you. So he says, you've got to be meek about it. You understand? Don't do it with pride. He said, let me just tell you what you did the other day. <laughs> you know, don't do it. He says, with meekness. He said, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness. Hallelujah. He says, consider yourself. Because... If you're not careful, you yourself might. It started in the spirit, will not end in the flesh. <laughs> you're not going to start quarreling. <laughs> you see? 
the spirit of meekness, lest thou also be tempted. Hallelujah. You see, he's teaching them how to deal with situations in church. There are some things that will just happen. We can't stop them from happening. But the Bible teaches us how to deal with such issues. Amen. It teaches us how to handle them. Glory to God. Amen. Next verse. Bear ye one another's burden, and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's the commandment of Christ. What's that law? What's the law of Christ? Love, right? Love. Amen. All right. Let's continue. Next verse. Next verse. Okay. If a man thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. It's talking about some pastors and teachers. Next verse. Let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Next verse. For every man shall bear his own burden. Next verse. Okay. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaching all good things. Okay. Next verse. All right. So we're going to. Now it says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Amen. It says, Be not deceived. Be not deceived. Don't be not deceived. God is, in other words, you cannot deceive God. Praise God. You can't come to church and you are serving God, you know, cleaning the church, you know, and you go and do something else outside. He says, be not deceived. He says, God's not mocked. <laughs> Amen. You, can, you can't deceive God. Hallelujah. You can't deceive God. Oh, you give your your offering is the biggest. You understand? He says, and you go and do something else outside. He says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. What's he talking about? Next verse. Now remember, remember, I told you that the fruits of the spirit, that they are fruits unto fruits unto what? To who? To God, right? I said they are fruits unto God. Amen. But I said, I said they are what? Huh? Seeds unto us. Thank you. You see, they are seeds unto us and fruits unto God. And you know what? Seeds have the ability to what? Produce a harvest. Amen. Alright. Now this is what he's talking about. He says, for he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. What's he talking about? He's talking about, what's he talking about? What do you think he's talking about? The works of the flesh. You see? Amen. So, the fruits of the spirit and the works of the flesh, or the fruits of the flesh, they are both seeds and fruits. They are works unto, the works of the flesh are works unto the devil. Of fruits unto the devil. You see? It's the devil that, that gets praised <laughs> whenever you walk in the flesh. It's, it's the devil that gets the praise. Not God. 
Now they are both uh, fruit and works. And you see, they are seeds. So he says, if you sow, he says, he that sows to his flesh. In other words, when you are doing the works of the flesh, he says, you are sowing to the flesh. Amen. You are sowing to the flesh. Now he's telling you, if you sow to the flesh, you will of the flesh reap corruption. He says, you will bring corruption in your life. Amen. What are the works of the flesh? Fornication, adultery. Let's go back to the flesh and see. That's verse 19. Let's just take a peep at the works of the flesh. Same chapter, 19. Okay, no, chapter 5, verse 19. It's Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. We'll come back here. Let's just take a look at the works. When he says, souls to the flesh. Now, the works of the flesh... Or, I mean, or fruits of the flesh, right? The works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Next verse idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions. Amen. Now, these are not just works, but they are seeds that will produce something in your life. He's telling you that, hey, if you, if you go and sow, adultery if you commit adultery you you will reap the harvest in your life praise god if you sow fornication you're going to reap something in your life you reap corruption amen you're going to reap corruption if you if you sow uh idolatry this is this corruption in those things produces corruption you know some people they just look at their life they don't know where things are coming from it's because of what they did. Hallelujah. Because of what they did. This is the harvest of what they did. There's a spiritual law guarding all things. Amen. And don't say, don't say because you're a Christian, it will not come. You know, yes, because you're a Christian, if you receive forgiveness, it should not come unto you. Amen. You see, when you ask for forgiveness, when you do something wrong, that's the way to cleanse yourself. See, the blood of Jesus can cleanse you of these things. But if you don't receive forgiveness, if you don't ask for forgiveness, you will reap the things. Amen. If you don't repent, you will reap the things. Hallelujah. So, let's go back to that Galatians chapter 6, verse 8, right? Verse 8. Okay. For he that sows to his flesh. You see, you're sowing to the flesh. Whenever you do something, he says you're sowing to the flesh. He says, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap what? Life everlasting. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, if you, if you, if you walk in the spirit... When you bear fruits of the Spirit, it says, yes, you are bearing fruits unto God. But you see, you are sowing seeds that will produce everlasting life. It will produce health to your body. It will produce healing. It will produce success. It will produce miracles, miracles in your life. Amen. It says, whatsoever a man 
He says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Amen. Verse 9. I like verse 9. Next verse. He says, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. What a comfort. What a word of comfort. He said, let's not be weary. People get weary. I've been doing good. I've been doing good. Look at. He says, don't be weary in well-doing. There's a reward coming. Amen. There's a reward. You need patience now. Long-suffering. He said, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season. Amen. In due season we shall reap. If we faint not. He says, if. <laughs> that means if you faint. You, just when the harvest is about to come. You not do something else. You will not receive it. Amen. You see. He says, we'll reap. If we faint not. So like, when you put it the other way. The same thing. You would reap. The harvest of the flesh also, if you don't repent. You see? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's go to Galatians, Romans chapter 8. Wow. Can we do this? Okay, let's go to Romans chapter 8, briefly. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. It's similar to what we've been seeing here. But it will help us to uh, consolidate. And solidify what we Romans chapter 8 verse 1 are you still here hallelujah Romans chapter 8 verse 1 okay it says there is therefore now amen no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Who walk not, you see? Who walk not? It's just like when, uh, first, he said there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Why? He says, who walk not after the flesh? Amen. Now, to walk after the flesh means what? Huh? Huh? To walk, to walk after the flesh, fruits of the flesh. That means to walk in the flesh, right? All right. He says, "Who walk but after the Spirit?" Amen. He says, "There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus." Not the words. Remember when in Galatians it says, "Against these things there is no law." Amen. There's no law. There's no condemnation. So he says there's no condemnation to those who walk in Christ Jesus. Who don't walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. Next verse. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. Praise the Lord. Wow. It introduces another terminology, right? He says the law of the spirit of life what is that law what is the law 
of the spirit of life. What is the law? Do you know what is the law of the spirit of life? Hmm? So, huh? Law of righteousness. That's good. The word of God. Okay. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. What's it? Somebody wants. I'm looking for something. By and by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. To be led by the Spirit. You see? That's the fruit. He's saying the same thing. Amen. To be led by the Spirit. The Spirit leads you. That means you are following the laws of the Spirit. Amen. The Spirit is leading you. He's telling you, this is what you do in this situation. Amen. So you are following the laws of the Spirit. Amen. And we say that's bearing fruits. That's walking in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's walking in the Spirit. That's fruits of righteousness. Amen. Fruits of love, joy, peace. You know, the nine fruits we talked about. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he says, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. He says, hey, I'm fully, I'm led by the Spirit. And as, I, as I'm led by the Spirit, as I walk after the Spirit, I find out that whatever the Spirit tells me to do has made me free from sin. I don't sin anymore. Praise God. I don't sin anymore. The law of the Spirit, the leading of the Spirit, had made me free. From the law of sin and death. He says against, against such. He went talking about the fruits of the spirit. Against such there is no law. Amen. There is no law against it. So the law of the spirit of life. He says keeps me. Makes me free. From the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Praise God. Alright. Next verse. For what the law, talking about the Old Testament law now, is it for what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. Next verse. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Amen. Is that the righteousness of the Old Testament law might be fulfilled in we in the New Testament who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit amen glory to God next verse are you there it is for they that are after the flesh amen it is they that are after the flesh it is they that walk after the flesh. Alright? It is they that walk after the flesh. It says, do mind the things of the flesh. It says, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, they set their mind on the things of the spirit. Hey, come on, what's on your mind? Amen. 
It says they that walk after the flesh. It says they, they meditate. They set their mind on the things of the flesh. That's why they walk after the flesh. Why? Why does somebody fornicate? Because in his mind, there's nothing wrong with fornication. There's nothing wrong in his mind is okay about it. You see, his mind is okay about it. Why does somebody commit adultery? Because hey, in your mind, there's nothing wrong. There's no, you see, they set your mind on the things of the flesh. They've made rooms for the, the things of the flesh in your mind. Hallelujah. That was says, make no room for the devil. He says, for they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. You see, what's on your mind? What does your mind allow? What have you trained your mind to allow? Who are the tenants in your mind? <laughs> Who are those who you have made a big chair for in your mind? That you talk to? In your mind? Is it the fruits of the spirit? Or the flesh? Praise the Lord. Next verse. It says to be carnally minded is death. Amen. You know in Galatians it's corruption. It says if you sow to the to the flesh you reap corruption and if you sow to the spirit you reap everlasting life now he says to be carnally minded is death amen because uh, to be carnally minded means you're walking after the flesh amen and it produces a harvest of what corruption you know corruption is death when something is dead that's when it corrupts Amen. Corruption is death. But to be spiritually minded, amen, is life and peace. Hallelujah. Amen. To be spiritually minded, to walk in the spirit, it is his life and peace. Life and peace. Amen. Life means blessings amen it means health it means success it means prosperity it means progress joy amen life miracles opposite of death next verse but the carnally minded is enmity against God you see he said the kind of mind is, is, is an enemy of God. He said it is not subject to the law of God. Uh-uh. It's not subject to the law of God. He says neither indeed can be. The kind of mind, the mind that says it's okay, it's okay to, 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 to do corruption. It's okay to fornicate. It's okay. He said that mind is enmity. It's an enemy of God. And it cannot be subject to God. Hallelujah. So you've got to remove carnality from your mind. Amen. That what has your mind accepted? What are you accepting in your mind? 
you have to check every department, every thought that you allow, that you accept it. If you've accepted a carnal thought, hey, this is to be carnally minded, is dead. It will produce death. You've got to get rid of it. Amen. Hallelujah. It is neither indeed can be. Next verse. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. It says they that are in the flesh cannot please God. It says unbelievers cannot please God. Praise God. Next verse. But you are not in the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. It is you are not in the flesh. Say, I'm not in the flesh. I'm not in the flesh. Yeah. You're a Christian. You're not in the flesh. Amen. I'm not in the flesh. I'm in the spirit. Amen. I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. Sometimes some people are like, you know, you know, sometimes in some churches they say, be in the spirit, be in the spirit. <laughs> they say, be in the spirit, you know. To them, it means to be, you know, quiet. It's a be in the spirit. <laughs> what does the Bible say it means to be in the spirit? It says, you're not in the flesh, you're in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, since the Holy Ghost resides in you. Glory to God. You are in the Spirit. Amen. When you are led of the Spirit, you are in the Spirit. See, when you are walking in the Spirit, you are in the Spirit. Amen. Is that why you do that? I'm in the Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is it, ah, like I just insulted you and you just replied. I'm in the Spirit. I'm not in the flesh. I can't, I can't insult him. I'm in the, I'm in the Spirit. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm in the spirit. Amen. I'm in the spirit. So be in the spirit 24 hours a day. Hallelujah. Heaven in your life. It is not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of these. Praise God. Very important to have the Holy Spirit. Next verse. And Christ being you. Okay. This uh, the version. It diverts there. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Say I'm in the spirit. I'm not in the flesh. I'm in the spirit. 24 hours a day. All the days of my life. When I'm at home, I'm in the spirit. When I'm in school, I'm in the spirit. When I'm in the market, I'm in the spirit. Everywhere I go, I'm in the spirit. Yes. And you see, this is something you need to cultivate. You see, because maybe when you go to a particular place, you know, 
You've always acted in the flesh then. You've always switched to the flesh. And when you go to such places, even though you've been in the spirit, when you go out there, you know, some people, when they're in church, they're in the spirit. When they're outside, <laughs> they're back to the flesh. <laughs> Praise God. The moment they come outside, right on, the flesh tries to get up there. See, even in the way you walk, you see, <laughs> let's get it on, you know. <laughs> you want to put on your face, you know, and start bouncing <laughs> as if you're not in the spirit. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, you want to start looking and eyeing everybody as if you're not in the spirit. <laughs> no, be in the spirit. So you need to cultivate it. When the flesh tries to Say, oh yeah. You say, no, no, no. I'm not. I have to do it now. Whenever you go to a place, you have to master the spirit. See, you're about to change the way you operate in that place. From the carnal way to the spiritual way. Amen. See? Even before when you enter a place, you just squeeze your face. You know? Just squeeze your face. Go and sit down. See, that's the flesh. See? Now, in the spirit, you enter that place, you smile. Is there somebody there? Hello, good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> you see, you smile. <laughs> you see, you smile. See, you have switched. And you are becoming spiritual. Amen. Amen. You've decided to act spiritual than carnal. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, we're out of time. Glory to God. Amen. Say, I'm in the Spirit. Every day of my life. In the Spirit. Never in the flesh. Never. Tell somebody, never in the flesh. Never, never, never in the flesh. In the Spirit, always. If you find somebody doing something, say, you are going to the flesh. You say, no. When you find anybody doing something, say, you're going to the flesh. You're going to the flesh. You see? Correct one another. You see, when you see her, you say, yeah, this thing you are doing is not, it's not of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Say, remember, remember, you have to be led by the spirit. Amen. Go ahead, talk to God. Talk to God. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe he died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.
God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God himself has. Is the life that makes him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God.